Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 569, How I Train, Fitness for the Every Person, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you from popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. All right, and with that, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. How I Train. Fitness for the Every Person by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. I don't train to lose weight or look good. I don't train to beat anyone or impress anyone. I don't train for bigger muscles or a six pack. I train because I love it and because it's my life. As I've said before, I'm in the best shape of my life. That's not impressive. While I'm fitter than most of the population, there are a ton of people who are way fitter than me. They can run faster and longer, lift more, and do more intense workouts, ride and swim much, much better, play any sport better than me, but I'm pretty fit. I can run for a couple of hours if I want or hike all day. I can do a reasonable amount of push-ups and pull-ups. I can sprint and jump. Best of all, I can play with my kids and keep up with them and challenge them to keep up with me. I usually win. I say this not to brag, but only to show that it's possible. Because just five years ago, I was in terrible shape. I was 65 pounds heavier and couldn't run for more than 10 minutes. I was a smoker and ate junk food and never exercised. The most activity I got was lifting a beer to my mouth or walking to the fridge. I've turned it around. And if you too are a couch potato with more than a couple of pounds to lose, then so can you. I'm no superhuman. I'm a regular guy with a megaton of kids, I have six, and a wife. How did I do it? Listen on. The following is a brief guide, not for those who want to walk exactly in my footsteps, but for those looking for useful information. So here is my exercise program. What I do. I'm generally a minimalist and a maximalist when it comes to exercise. A minimalist in that I don't believe you need much or any equipment to get fit. A maximalist in that I'll do almost anything and everything. So a bodybuilder might scoff at runners who run long and slow and have no muscle, and a runner might scoff at a bodybuilder who lifts iron every day but has a big gut. A crossfitter might scoff at others who don't go as intense as they do, while a triathlete might sneer at those who can't go as long. I agree with all of them, except I don't scoff at anyone. I run, but I also bike, and used to swim a bit but haven't recently. I will lift weights, but I'll also do intense bodyweight exercise. I walk a lot. I'll throw sandbags around, do pull-ups from tree branches, do sprints race my kids up hills, hike on trails, push sleds, do a push-up challenge, 
100 push-ups in five minutes is a good one. Or a jumping lunge challenge, like see how fast you can do 300 jumping lunges. Swing kettlebells, play basketball or soccer, or just generally play with my kids. I've also run several marathons and I've done short triathlons. I've run many shorter races, half marathon, 10Ks and 5Ks and some crazy stuff in between. So if you're looking for a specific program from me, I don't have one. I make it up as I go and I just have fun doing it. But here are some general tips. One, the most important thing for me is to have fun. Two, I stay active most days. Three, I rest whenever I need it and don't feel guilty about it. Rest is good. Four, I will often make fitness a social activity. I'll hike with a friend or do CrossFit with another friend or work out with my wife, Ava. Five, challenges are also fun. Find a challenge online and give it a try. Do a challenge with your friend or spouse or a group. And six, I like to mix it up. If only I do one kind of activity, then I only have one kind of fitness. Also, only doing one thing gets boring for me. My month of CrossFit. In January, I joined my friend Scott Dinsmore in doing workouts with San Francisco CrossFit. We took a basics course three days a week for two weeks, and that was tough. Then we did two weeks of regular CrossFit classes, and that was killer. If you're not familiar with CrossFit, they're crazy. They do intense, short workouts of functional movements, burpees and barbell thrusters and pull-ups and sled pushing and running 400 meters and box jumps and throwing a medicine ball up against a wall and barbell deadlifts and kettlebell swings and any other crazy things the coach can think of. It's not for the faint of heart, but I loved it. We'll probably do more classes, but I plan to mix other things in as well. How I got here. I'm doing workouts now that I couldn't have done five years ago. If you haven't been working out regularly, I don't recommend you do them. Start out easy. I started by running for half a mile. It was hard, but I did it every other day for a couple of weeks, and soon I could do a mile, then two miles, and soon I began to enjoy it. That's the key. Get your shoes on and get out the door. Then focus on the parts that are enjoyable. If it's not enjoyable, find a friend to do it with and have a conversation. All you have to do is walk briskly or play a sport you enjoy. You don't have to run. If you enjoy swimming or soccer, then do those. Find a challenge and do that with friends. Some more tips. One, start small. If you kill yourself in the beginning, then you'll dread doing it and you'll eventually quit. If you make it easy, then you'll have no excuse. Two, build gradually. After starting small, you can slowly increase your time exercised or the intensity. Don't do both at the same time. You might get enthusiastic and want to increase quickly. That's a newbie mistake, and that often leads to overtraining or injury. You're in this for the long haul. Three, don't forget to rest. Recovery from training is a huge component of training. Most people, myself included, tend to overtrain and rest too little. Again, that leads to overtraining and injury. I've done it, and it sucks. And four, log your progress. This is not absolutely necessary, but Well, actually it is. If you don't log your progress, you won't see the progress. It's hugely motivating to look back on your workout log and see how far you've come. If you stick with it for a few months or longer, you'll see tremendous improvement. That feels amazing. You'll also be able to see what you've done wrong. If you've overtrained, then the logs will make that obvious. Next steps. If you're a beginner, I recommend you follow the tips you just heard. Start small and increase gradually and make it enjoyable and social. Watch yourself make progress. 
After that, I suggest you mix it up and challenge yourself in new ways all the time. Fitness can be incredibly fun. Do a race or join a class or do a group challenge. Find a variety of workout partners and enjoy the conversation and competition. You just listened to the post titled How I Train, Fitness for the Every Person by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like I've said before, I can relate to Leo's story. I hated exercise. I didn't care about eating nutritiously. Yoga, meditation, that's all foo-foo stuff. Now, I wasn't necessarily overweight, but I did suffer from a chronic disease. And so for me, that was the wake-up call. But that didn't mean, oh, my mind snapped and said, oh, now I enjoy exercise and now I enjoy eating salads. No, that didn't really happen. Just as Leo said, it took time. I had to try different things and find what I liked. When I was first starting out, everyone used to tell me, oh yeah, you've got to run. Running is the best. You want a six-pack, you've got to incorporate running as your cardio. I hated running and I still am not a huge fan of it. It always gasses me. If I want to get through a workout, the worst thing I can do to myself is go for a run first. And so I incorporate running into my workout, but just shorter ones. That's how I trick myself into actually doing it. And yes, I made those newbie mistakes too. I wanted to see results fast. I wanted to feel better quickly. I want to feel better right now. And sure enough, I injured myself. That knocked me out of commission for a couple of weeks. And then I got really excited about weightlifting and wanted to lift heavy. And then I really got into heavy weightlifting. My buddy kind of got me into that. Working out with a partner was super helpful to keep me motivated. But then I almost blew out my left elbow because I tried to lift too heavy. So yes, I made those mistakes too. But over time, as you try new things, as you do new things, and you learn about yourself, you're honing in on the process. You're honing in on things that you know you like, you know you don't like, and therefore, you can focus on the things that you do like, that keep you active, and therefore, you're more likely to do it again. So don't feel as though it's wasted time when you go and try something new, especially if you didn't like it. Because you know what? It's just telling you, all right, that's one thing not for me. 
Check that off the list. I'm just honing in on what I actually do enjoy, which gets me one step closer to a lifetime of being active. All right, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you as always for listening. I'll see you back here for our Friday Q&A show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.